You want the page from list? From list big page. We're up to around the sixth line. We're learning this the supplement what we're learning in our schaifits to be mashlam. What we're learning from the cook. Navira Navira Chutzlaritz from Chilikas from Mila Mala Lamata Hitzels, Mila Mala Lamata from above to below, and Chutzlaritz is Mila Mata Lamata from below to above. And we were talking about what that means. So let's just let's just we're up to we're up to the uh, second paragraph on the page from Aris Akkadish Hamayana Ruchani Bayatisal. The page that you received last week. If you don't have them, just try to share with somebody. And we learned let's just review from the beginning very quickly. I mean I spent we spent the whole time just in those few lines. So we'll try to finish this now and continue. Bayatisal Hamayana Ruchani Shaprimi Sakhadesh. The Mayan Ruchani, the spiritual wellspring of Plemius Akkadish, is something in Etisol which is Mizgabu Me'elov. The wellspring rises, is Mizgabu on its own. It flows from above. It flows from above. In Etisol, the job of each individual is to enable, to facilitate the descent of that light, the descent of that of that bar, to be able to to be able to drink from the waters of the Ma'ayan of Pnimius Akkadish. But Rav Kook calls it Siur Hutzar. We need to assist in, in Eretz We need to assist. We need to. Open up to receive that CEO. We were talking last week a lot about the Indian of Basco. Maisis, practical and mitzvahs and so on, and sichlis and trying to learn Torah. So, in itself, the Iker is the or that comes from above. And as far as, as far as what we have to engage in from below. The Iker is Avodamaisis and Sichlis, Amal Kapov to work hard, Amruchishladim. But really, the R is there, it's descending from above. Now, these were October Chutzlaritz. However, in Chutzlaritz, it's much harder to, it's much harder to access the Lakus in Chutzlaritz, because Hashem is everywhere. But it's much harder in Chutzlaritz. There, the avoid is mila mata lamala from below to above. There's the window over Eretz Yisrael. We talked about this in the Shir last last Shabbos afternoon from the grandfather of the Chidor from Cheslar Rom. How there's a window, a great window in Shemay that's opened up connected Eretz Yisrael mila mata. There's a great window. Obviously, it's not anything that has uh, Venetian blinds or curtains. There's a great, great opening. It's not in the rest of the world. A great opening between Shemaim and Ar, it's a window. And and that window, that window 
makes it much easier. If a person if a person works hard in Zavada Mysis that Rakuk was talking about, it makes it makes it much easier to, to be able to receive. From the Mayan Ruchani Shopnimiasakhish in a strong way, in a very strong way. In Chutzlar it's, it's different. In Chutzlar we don't have that ladder. The ladder is the ladder of Yaakov Avinu is we don't have such a such a, a a window. We don't have that ladder. The ladder, therefore, in the absence of that, doesn't mean chalila that one can't. But it's much harder. The window is smaller. It's much harder. Therefore, in Chutzlar, it's ikra kenyan. The ikra kenyan, who barak it comes rak means hard work. Real hard work. Achikur, when learning terms, examining Vahabikur, Habikur, Hanisayan Ves Amkus. Like we saw like we saw in the Sefer, which of which of calls to be Boyne Hamakshav. We have to build our connection to God one brick at a time from below to above. We have to build. Boyne Hamakshava. Therefore, it requires tremendous yigir and chikur and bikur. As we've spoken about very, very often, that's the, the difference between Taurus, Eretz and Taurus, Chutz Taurus, that Taurus, Eretz is Tachazi, like in the Zohar and the Yushami, is come to see, see. Mashenkin of the Talmud Bavli, it's what? Tashma, come and hear. And hearing means it's less clear, it's from a distance, and you have to verify and examine and, and analyze. This explains, of course, the big difference between the Bavli and the Yushami. Why is it that so much unbelievable Torah has been has been revealed in Chutzlar? It's because the, the gear, the hard work and toil of Torah in Chutzlar has produced magnificent Torah, magnificent Torah. In a certain way, in Eretz because it comes easier and it's flowing from above, in a certain way, in Eretz it can become easier for a person to be sort of more relaxed. And to and to be more passive in waiting to receive, since this is also a place of that his galus milamalalamata of nevu and so on. When when you're in chutzlars and the window is closed, you have to you have to fight very hard to, to grab onto some ruchnias. But through that fighting of being in a dark place, machashakim haishivani, we were able to produce the talmud bavli. most of our learning is talmud bavli. It's not yushalmi. When we get closer to the Mashiach, we're getting more now connected to yushalmi and to. It's Hashem, and we're going to have Elianovi and Nevoa and Mashiach, and everything's going to be wide open, the window open. But in the, in the years of Godless and the Chutzlars, because in Chutzlars the window is very small, so and, uh, therefore those those sincere, hard-working Jews that were, were mamish, mamish, killing themselves to, to connect Hashem as well, <clears throat> they were able to. They were able to to through their hard work. They were able to to through the chikur. There was a yigia chikur, examining bikur, nisayin ves amkus deeper and deeper because it's not open. It's not clear. The same way that there's a difference between somebody who just in order to have a drink, he just goes to the water fountain, uh, as opposed to a person who has to has to dig himself to get to. It's like that. Bechlal, we see that we see that in earlier times. It was much harder. It was much harder to learn Torah, much much harder. There were much fewer svarim, and it was and things were much less clear. And those who were those who wanted Torah had to work very hard and to and to really really dig deep in order to get to the Torah. 
and we were producing fantastic, huge, huge gedolei Yisrael. As things became, as in a certain way, things became easier, uh, and Torah became easier, so, and more was revealed, and less effort had to be put in to, to learning, <coughs> so in a certain way, uh, there's a weakness, there's a weakness. Now, we don't have to work as hard for Ruchnius as, as in the past, but the Anshei Ruach are much smaller than they used to be. The Klal, like I've quickly explained to many places, in general, we have much more Ruchnius than was ever in the past, but in, but but as far as Gedolei HaTayra, Gedolei Yisrael, Anshei Ruach, great, great, great people, there are much fewer now than there was ever before. And the ones that we have are not in the Madrega, the Chassam Saif, the Valshamtev, going back to the Rishayim, we don't have such people. They're great people, but not not of such greatness. Because the, the, the work is, is, is not as hard as we get closer to Mashiach, we're waiting for it. Am Yisrael is, is sort of waiting back, you know, in the lounging chair, waiting for waiting for Nevoa, you know, waiting for Elianovi. So uh, if Elianovi is not here, so you know, I'll use odd scroll and Steinzel some as if the the ends. what I'm saying? Elianovi, we're waiting for someone to come to tell us the Torah, because Moshe when he came and told us the Torah, we're waiting now for we're waiting now for the for the completion of Kabbalah's Torah. But when you feel that no one's giving it to you, you have to work a lot harder. It's the same thing when it comes to when it comes to anything. Nowadays, the kids in general have to work. There are exceptions, but in general, things are coming much easier, and they don't have to work so hard. So it's very hard to produce great people when they're not working so hard. When things come easy, it's nice, but the people are not as great. So God has produced some unbelievable, unbelievable people. God has produced some magnificent people because they had to dig to get to the Ma'ayan Haruchani. They had to dig deep to get to the wellsprings of Ruchnis. So there is, there is, of course, there's an advantage in that, but the disadvantage is that things are much more obscure and unclear and, and difficult to get to. But that's the Torah of Chutzlars. The Ha'ara Ha'elokis. In Chutzlars, the light that comes from above, Hamizgaveris Mishifer Haruchanim Shal Hanashama, that are flowing from the Ruchniyistic sources of the soul, it's just the opposite. In Exesel, the Iker is the Ruchnis that's flowing. That's a gift. And the effort that we make is a Siyua. Siyua means it's to facilitate. It's to assist. To, to be able to uh, enjoy the brachas that are flowing from above. In Chutzlar, it's just the opposite. The Iker is the digging and the hard work in Chutzlar. And the ruchnius that flows from the soul helps that along. It helps it along. The the siyata dishmai that helps it along. V'davan nitpal l'shachlel es ha'oitza ha'ruchni. Shabo u'misader a'idei ha'omel shol ha'melchom enegad ha'machashakim ha'rabim. It was the siyata dishmai, the ruchnius, the inspiration, whatever you want to call it, in Chutzlar, it's secondary to the hard work and effort. It comes... To, to help things move along. But the Iker in Chutzlaritz is the hard work and the digging, the feeling that no one's helping you. That's the Iker in Chutzlaritz. And that's just the opposite. The Iker is the Ruchnius, the Shefa, the Siyur. That's the Iker. And the Tafel, the secondary thing, is the effort that, that, that's put in. So Chutzlaritz is, is, is a Melchama, there's a constant war in the Egen HaMach against 
against all of the darkness. That Hashultim that rule over, so to speak. The land of darkness. Chutzlars is a land of darkness. Again, it's very hard to get to any ruchnis and chutzlars. is very, very hard. But the mile of that is that when you work hard, it makes you into a great person. When you, when you find something, despite the darkness, there's something very, very great about that. We see that the Yantav of Purim has an advantage of all the other Yantavim. The Rambam brings down from Chazal that when all the other Yantavim are going to become secondary, Purim is going to be the biggest Yantav. Hanukkah and Purim are going to be the biggest Yantav. What's the biggest thing about Purim? Because Purim, Hanukkah, Purim, these are, these are Yantavim of Godless. Therefore, we see that the Yantav of Purim has such a karach that it's mayor that it illuminates even the w- days of the week. Shabbos and Yantav doesn't have such a In a certain way, Purim is higher than anything. It's higher than even Yom Kippur, as you all know that it says in Tukun, that Yom Kippur is only Yom Kippur, and Purim is higher. Purim, in Panemius, Purim is the highest day. And Davke took place in Chutzlaritz. In, in the terrible, terrible time, was, uh, after the Chorban by it was terrible. Uh, you see the Zamaila to Purim? Purim is able to bring or even on a, on a Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. Purim doesn't uh, Purim doesn't doesn't need the the, the help of Shabbos and Yantiv. Purim is such a and not only that. I mean, obviously Yantiv comes out during the week also. But Yantiv, the Yantiv is near Simalacha. A Yantiv can allow to work. A Yantiv, we 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 leave the world on Yantiv. Mashiach cannot Purim. Purim is just the opposite. Purim like drown ourselves in the world with the eating and with the drinking and with we're not, not learning, we're not doing anything it's just this world Purim is which is the Tachas of creation which is dear that the Elokush should be revealed in this world Yantiv and Shabbos we, we, we leave the world on Yantiv and Shabbos Purim and Mamish, Mamish throwing ourselves into the world but there's such an awe of Purim Purim is a Yantiv that where we found the Kaddish Baruch Hu even in such a dark place so we worked hard to get the Purim. When you work hard to get to something, it builds it builds a great person. It builds something very, very great. So there's an unbelievable mila and tachlis to, to the years that we've been in Galas to build us, to build us, and that we should become people who are Bainehamachshav, that build Machshav, that build the Vekis Bashan. But it's hard, it's very, very hard. And it's a cell. And it's a cell. The ikir is what comes from above. And the tafel, the secondary is the effort. In Chutzlar, the ikir is the effort, and the tafel, the secondary is that that for the person who works hard, the Barisham gives him, helps him along in Chutzlar. The Barisham gives a little, but it's not like an Eitzis Shal. Om So, of course, we're looking for the time that will have the, the mileless of both of these things. We'll, that we'll be able to have the or. Of Yisrael, the or the Hezgalus of Yisrael, that comes from above to below, and and at, the, and at the same time we'll have all of the all of the greatness that comes with man's efforts So Rav Kook says at the end of this Torah, Omnam Matzav this Matzav, the Matzav that we're now in Golis, so with the Icarus men's hard work but the ikir is what we do and our males and of course 
even when we're speaking about Chutzlan Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael now, before Mashiach comes, is also very much affected by the matzav of our being in Galus, even for Jews who live in Eretz Yisrael. Although, of course, it's still a difference. Some of course talks about that difference. But because the Zman, the time, is a time of Galus, Eretz Yisrael is also not shining in all of its beauty, in all of its glory. Eretz Yisrael is also, there's a darkness that is covering Eretz Yisrael in Galus as well. So all of the koiches of Eretz Yisrael are not revealed now. We don't see all the koiches of Eretz Yisrael. Still, still it's, it's, it's much, much infinitely higher than, than Chutzlar, but we don't see all of it. However, this matzav, Omnam matzav has a ha'ikariya shamaisi ha'odam va'amolam. The primacy of maisi ha'odam, of man's hard work, va'amolam, va'atfeiliyus shalha'orah nizgav ha'shmimi, and the secondary role that's played in Golas of the Or Hashmimi, of the light of Shemayim from above. This is not the essential, true character of Am Yisrael. This dichotomy, this difference between Chutzlar and Yisrael, we're not doomed to live this way forever. This is not the true, essential character of Am Yisrael. That the or is secondary to the hard work. That's not the that's not the essence of Am Yisrael's existence. And in Dovah Kavu of Inserting Yisrael, Kimiad biyikov ahuma beeretz chemdasa. So if Kuk believes in this so much, Kimiad biyikov ahuma beeretz chemdasa. If only if only the Jewish people would return and become settled completely in Eretz Yisrael, I don't know what he would say about about the. Uh, Massive of Jews who are trying, but they're commuting back and forth. Which is now, the Jews could afford to do such a thing, so, so there's this new interesting thing that we're living in, where there's a where there are um, people who are going back and forth. Is, at least that, is that Aliyah? I'm sorry? No. Is that Aliyah? Is that considered to be Aliyah? Yeah. The Mikzas. You know means the Mikzas? The Mikzas means a little bit of, of an Aliyah. It's, 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 I guess it's better, it's better than not going at all. Uh, well, there are a lot of empty apartments the whole winter in, in Yerushalayim. You see that, the, and especially in the wealthier neighborhoods, there are a lot of dark apartments. The buildings are mamish. There are places where the buildings are during the winter. There's not Shalshul Golem. They're mamish. Dark, dark. Thousands of dirus. So because Jews can never afford to own dirus now to sell them to go like this back and forth. But already there are others where, there are, where the women and children are living there. Those were the ones I'm talking about. Commuting is not the same thing. There are Jews who are able to go to Shalshagam. Those where the families live there and the husbands have to travel with Pranosa. That's, of course, that's Aliyah. So Achman is it. The husbands still have to go back and forth to, to be able to continue up with the Pranosa. But the, but the women and the children, the families are, are, are Kavuim and they're living there. They're in school. And that's one Madrega. Then you have the other Madrega of the... Uh, of the ones who own an apartment and they and they're going to visit, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's a, a little bit of an alias and aliyala. You want to call aliyalite? It's something. It's something uh, better than having to be completely in chutzlarts. And even in that Indian, I don't get in trouble, but I don't say yesh l'shavah yesh I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure what it is exactly. That business of just going for the shal shogalim. It's a schus for people who could afford to. Is that necessarily something that adds a lot to their ruchnis? I guess everybody's different. I personally am not, I don't think that that's necessarily the highest way of Avodah Hashem. Uh, I think that a person should be 
wherever he is, he should be shuas in his base of Madrash Kavua, Pesach and Sukkot, that's what I believe. Is there an Indian of Shalshva Golem in the time of Golas before Mashiach is built? We spoke about that once a year, one year on Shuas night, the whole night. Of, is there any Indian of Shalshva Golem to go to Israel before Mashiach comes? Is there any Indian before the base of Mikdash to go to There is. That's a very big conversation, discussion, halacha. So those Jews are able to go up to Israel, be in Israel. Being Yerushalayim for Shalosh Golem, it's a schus that they have, it's a big schus. In terms of is that better for their Avodah Hashem? I'm not convinced that that's necessarily better for one's Avodah Hashem. I'm very old fashioned. I believe the best thing for a person's Avodah Hashem is when he lives in a place and he's part of a Kehillah next, and they're looking when he's not in Shul in the morning and they're asking what happened to Yankel. The whole business about uh, traveling a lot and not being in your place to me is a way lehit alem. Lehit alem means, you know, to, to disappear. <coughs> to disappear. The same way that you know, I've spoken of this very often. That yeah, live in na- we live in neighbors with a thousand shuls and a thousand shtibel in New York. Obviously, that's not in chutz the New York. In New, in New York, you have we have a million shtibel, so it's always by your people that they dive in here, they dive in there. Somebody said a very strong, a very very strong word to me this past week. I was thinking about it. Somebody was telling me that there's a. Uh, there's a Chabad place in the city where they, have, where they have on Shabbos a very, very nice minion of students and so on, beautiful. And so uh, I asked, what about, uh, this is, I asked the person who spoke to the, I didn't ask directly, but I spoke to this person who was asking. So this individual asked, so there are, there are on Shabbos, they're like, uh, you know, whatever it is, a hundred kids, guys and girls that come to this Chabad shul and they're davening there and they're, and of course, the, you know, Chabad always do things and they enjoy and they're eating and it's beautiful. They have a whole Shabbos. So, I, and what's what's with the minion? What's with the minion during the week? So, he, so this person spoke to the, to the shliach who said that they can barely, they can't get a minion. They can't get a minion. No, it's not. He said more than like a lot of chaver coming, and from this college, I guess, and they during the week, they can't get a minion. So that can be explained on many, many, many levels. But what this person said was that the the shliach was saying that that uh, they were talking about how said that see when you're in a regular shul, a regular shul, this shul, the young Israel, whatever the shuls are, the white shul. When you're in a regular shul, whatever that shul is, <coughs> when you're in a regular shul, so traditionally, traditionally, if you're part of that place. There, 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 there is an eye that's open to see who doesn't, who's not showing up. Like, who doesn't show up? That's the way that I grew up. I grew up in a shul where everybody davened in that shul during the weekend on Shabbos. And if you weren't there for, for a day or two, then you got a phone call. Is everything okay? So so what ha- what's happening more and more, this is what this person was saying, what's happening more and more is that... <coughs> On Shabbos, everybody's wondering if they're not there, like, where are they? But during the week, people are thinking, oh, he must be, probably be davening somewhere else. Well, the place where he's most likely davening is in his room, hopefully. He's davening his dormitory room. But he doesn't have to show up in this shul, because the assumption is, well, if he's not here, he must be someplace else. I've said this a thousand times here in the shul. It's always a pellet to me. You see people, you know, like, the, come, like, you know, like every three weeks. I didn't grow up that way. I grew up where you were in the shul, and you were there... Every morning, and, 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 and if you were able to, if you were back from work, a lot of people obviously couldn't be, but you were there, Shabbos, and you were there. But sometimes a person had a weekday shul, and they had the Shabbos shul. It was during the week, they'd have in one shul, 
And then Shabbos, they have another shul. But everybody's telling me that there's a new tofa'ah. There's something new. Even Shabbos, it's a lobatuach. That this guy's going to show up. Lobatuach. Sometimes he comes, sometimes he doesn't. The ikka is that he has everybody thinking that he's in another shul. That's the ikka. Sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. I've had women that have come here from the shul that have told me that, you know, they say that they're hoping that they want the husband to get involved and, should, and I, sh- I should be able to be my spion husband. I say, I'll tell you the truth. I, I only see him like, like uh, once a month. How do you want, like, what kind of hashpah are you talking about? You know, I have more mashpah, I have more of a on the carpet. I see the carpet every day. I see your husband once a month. What kind of hashpah? So uh, then sometimes it'll be, yeah, really? Like she doesn't know. She thinks he's here. I don't know what he tells her. I don't know where he is. But sometimes it's a, when he comes more I'm not always I don't always know but I, I have a pretty much of a sense if someone's here regularly or not regularly <coughs> and that's not my union I, care, I don't care the person dabbles wherever he likes I'm not, it's not about this shul or that shul it's just uh, men you know this is, I don't know how I'm getting into this but I'm going to get to it <laughs> <laughs> men are in this mode of lehit alein disappearing not being seen get off my case, get off my back. It's the same thing, that's how they are in yeshiva, that's how they are in their homes. Azovati, azovati, leave me alone. So there's this new thing that nobody has to be held accountable. Where is he dabbing during the week? So I got a lot of these wives are telling me, where is he dabbing? He dabbing at home. She says, I hope. I think he dabbing at home. Really? I thought he was dabbing in English, so I thought he was dabbing by this, I thought he was dabbing by that. Nice. So, but, but at the same time, the wife says, can you be, please be much as if I, if I see him, maybe there'll be some much but I don't know. You know, I, the heaven that's here all the time. And this is a conversation I've had literally hundreds of times over the years. Like, can you help my husband? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I really had this. I'm, it sounds like I'm joking, but I've had this too. I don't know who he is. No, I don't know who he is. So then the, problems, then the, the problem is that I'm not being friendly enough. So I'm supposed to find this guy sitting upstairs tonight, Friday night, there'll be like 20 guys standing up here, right? Because it's hard to come downstairs. You know, if I'm not saying like last week there wasn't a seat, right? But when there's seats, why don't they come downstairs? Why do guys dive and you go to any shul? You can go to a shul in Yerushalayim. You go anywhere, they're diving in the women's section. What's that about? When you have a thousand seats in the men's section, why are guys diving in the women's section? I mean, it could be something strange. I don't know what that's about. But why are they diving? Why are guys diving in the women's section? What is that? First of all, it's a shayin halacha because the kedusha could be. It's not the same level of kedusha once there's a mechitza. I'm not getting into that. But why would a guy dive in the women's section? Why is he diving in the nashim? He comes late. He doesn't want to be seen. He wants to leave early. He wants to come late. <coughs> this whole need of davening in an ezras nashim. I'm telling you the truth. When I was a kid, I never saw that. It would be a busha. Why would someone go talking about, about that as a notion? Now you come to any shul, you can have that there's plenty of seats in the front. That was in. As a notion. Upstairs, as a notion. Sometimes the ikka is not to be seen. Because if I'm seen, that might be mechaiv me to show up tomorrow. Or it might be mechaiv me to come on time. But if I'm not seen, I'll go. You know, when I want to, when I don't want to, and then I don't get so then you have these people coming into these minyan and you have 9.30, 10 o'clock when he comes, it goes a quarter to 10, he leaves at 10 and the ikka is lihit alim it's an amazing thing that's going on so that's what this person was saying about the Chabad, he says he has hundreds of kids during the week and he can, can't get a minyan uh, on Shabbos and he can't get a minyan during the week, where are these boys how come they're not coming why aren't they coming to shul 
because so this person tied it. This is a, this person said that if a person would know that that nobody would ever know where he is, and he wouldn't and he wouldn't be held accountable, and no and there would be nobody standing over him, or there would be no thing and nobody expecting him to come to shul ever. So then, a lot of these kind of wouldn't would never come. They they wouldn't come. Now, once you start coming someplace, then the people expect you to show up all the time. That's why nowadays, where you have a lot of shuls, so that's why they have this luxury of like, like just coming and going, coming and going, like a little bit here, a little bit there, to come a little bit, not to come. It's it's, it's something that that was never before in the history of Kali. So such an Indian. The person had again. There was a Shabbos shul. There's a weekly shul that you have, but to have like. N- five shuls, which really means no shul. And just like, <coughs> this is a, this is unfortunately my mitzvah that we're in right now. So the midah of Knetz go back. I'm sorry I took, uh, got off. Uh, things that upset me. Kimyad kova homa beretz That doesn't mean that even though I got sidetracked that it's not important. It is important. And the guy should take it to heart. The guy should take this stuff. I'm not talking. I know about everybody here. I'm saying, well, there are a couple here that are from the uh, disappears. You know, who you, you know who you are. But the guy should take it to heart that it's that it's about growing up and taking responsibility for where you daven, take responsibility for your family, to be present for your wife, to be present for your kids, to be present for your base medrash, to be a person that's present, not to be someone that's that filters himself down and thins himself out. So, so he doesn't have to have any chizchayvus. He always is able to tell his wife, I'm going back to it. He's always able to tell his wife, I'm busy with something else. I'm somewhere else. The wife says, I need you. I don't, I don't know. And in shul, we need you. I don't know. I'm busy. My, 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 wife, my wife needs me. Uh, kids, daddy, could you? I don't know. Uh, mommy needs me. There's always somebody else. He's always with. So like, and where is he? He's gunish magunish. He's sitting and playing with his toy. That's what he's doing all day. Gunish magunish. Not by work, not by the wife, not by the kids, not by shul. And then you want the girls to marry these guys, and warning about the shidduch crisis. The girls are the girls are, are mature people, and they, you put them with these babies with their toys that they don't want to. They don't want to go to work. They don't want to go to yeshiva. They don't want to get to smedrash. They don't want to go to shul. They don't want. They don't want to be with the kids. Nothing. Gunish. They just want to be able to be with their with their tchotchkes. That's what they want to do. And then and, and you're trying to make a shidduch, and this girl's like this girl's like, uh, you know, all about responsibility and maturity, and she wants uh, what a girl wants more than anything in the world is to marry a guy that'll take care of her. That's the nature of a woman. She wants to be taken care of. And the girls are getting these guys that they, that they can't take care of themselves. <laughs> Forget about taking care of them. Take, the women take care of the kids. They can't take care of themselves. They can't take care of themselves. Mommy took care of them. Now, and now they get married, and they, they want her to be mommy. And no matter what they did wrong, mommy said, it's okay, Shefal, it's okay. He's such a tzaddik. And the, and, the, and the wife says that, like, for a week or two after Sherbos. But then she catches on. What, what is the guy? He's a bachman. He's a nobody. This big Talmachach, my married. This big London, this big London, <coughs> and then you get the then you get the uh, the neo Hasidic types that are flying around. They flitter in from Svas, and you can't get them to sit down by a Gemara. You can't get them to sit down at a minion. They're so religious. They're so God. They're so filled with God that they come to late. They come late to a minion because they're communing with God for an hour and they can't show up in shul. This is the problem with men. So this they could hide behind. They could hide behind Svas also. You could hide behind Rabbi Nachman. There are a lot of Jews that are now hiding behind Rabbi Nachman and Uman. When we were in Uman two years ago with the Chavah, so I went to Dav in the Minyan, like we all did. We went to Dav in the Minyan. There was, there, was, there was a couple of Chavah there. We had a Minyan, right? But then when we started to play guitar, when, when, when Yosef took out his guitar, you remember what happened? 
don't know. These guys that came up from the from the ground, they come up. I don't know what they were. All these like guys coming out. From there. I said, where were they by chakras? Where were they? Yeah, with the chuppah. I was just telling the truth. So then when Yosef starts to play a niggin, you remember these guys come out with the chuppah. I said, where were they? Where were they? Who were these guys? I mean, there's one minion in Uman. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not Rosh Hashanah. There's, there's kind of chakras, the guy's lying in a mattress on the side of his mattress. The guy, I don't know what he's with drugs, I don't know what this guy is. But then, he, then Karduna starts to play a little bit of a nigga, and then uh, they start to, to fly. They came from Tzvas, and they're hanging out now in Uman, and they start to dance a little bit. And then when it comes time for Mincha, they ain't there. <laughs> if you take out the Gemara, they run for the hills, these guys. Gemara, Mincha, no, 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 no. Yeah. What kind of husbands? What are they doing here, sitting here, draining a cup? And the, the wives think that they're, that, they're, that they're doing some kind of dveikas in Uman or something. What are they doing in Uman? What's going on in Uman? But, <clears throat> but this is a problem with men in our generation, not with the girls. You have some yechidas, some uh, girls, but the ikir is that this is, and the girls are getting stuck with these guys. They're getting stuck with these guys. And, so, and this is the, the, the shirish of the pnimis of the, what they call the shidduch crisis. The truth that everybody, whoever's telling the truth, knows that if every 15 fantastic girls, the guys complain to me, all these girls look the same. When they look at the resumes, this guy's complaining to me, I don't know how to choose one. Like he's a Hashverus or something. He doesn't, to, he doesn't know how to pick which girl. He says, I don't look this, they all look the same. Nice. She, like, she does volunteer work in the hospital. She helps, uh, she helps children with special needs. She went to this seminary for two years. She sneezed. You know, and everything that's there is true. And this Hashverus sits there and he says, Which one should I choose? <laughs> this is what's going on. Which one should I choose? It's unbelievable. I mean, I think has, he says to me, I don't know, they all look the same. I'm getting calls from here, and my, you know, my mother's pushing me to this one, because uh, this one's from Lawrence. This could be better than the one from Farakka, you understand? Because Lawrence is, uh, who knows, it could be something. And, and then, I can, then I don't have to even worry about continuing to play on my iPhone the rest of my life. If someone will support me playing on my iPhone the rest of my life, instead of my having to work to play with my iPhone my whole life, this is the cheshbonist that guys think about. This is all they think about all day. How am I going to play on my iPhone? Who's going to pay for me? Am I going to have to pay for my own iPhone? Or is my shver going to pay for my iPhone? That's the whole question. Who's paying for my iPhone? I wish I were exaggerating a lot. I'm only exaggerating a little bit. No, but this is... Oh, okay. This is the, this is the, but this is, this is the conversation. This guy sits back and he wants... He wants to know. He wants to know which girls should they all look the same to me? And you know what I say to them? You're right. They all they're all unbelievable girls. They're, that's true. Whatever it says on her resume, it's 100 percent true. Let's take a look at your resume. Yeshiva this, yeshiva that. You spend you spend two thirds of your life driving around on the streets doing other things. Don't tell me yeshiva this, yeshiva. When it says that that girl was in the seminary, she was in the seminary. Did she go out to eat a little bit with her friends? Yeah, she went out on Shabbat to eat with her friends. She's not chayef to learn. What were you doing? It says this yeshiva, that yeshiva, a big lump, and you have all these recommendations from all the rest of yeshivas. You know yourself, and the Rebbeinu knows what you've been spending, what you've been doing the last five years of your life. And then you're wondering which girl are you going to pick for yourself? You have such so many to choose from because all the girls now, but they don't have a guy. So they, ha- so you have to pick a girl. <clears throat> which girl are you going to pick? And the Rebbeinu knows what these girls are getting themselves into. Hashem not that all the guys come there. They're unbelievable, unbelievable, fantastic, beautiful boys, too. There's a couple of them right here. Beautiful, beautiful, sincere boys that want and they're serious and they show up to shul and they show up to the smedrish and, they, and they're working hard. But they're very hard to find these guys. They're hard to find here and there. Anything. 
everybody's going through their Eurydice. Look at married women that they don't know where the husband is if the husband goes to shul. Did my mother have to worry? Did my wife ever have to worry whether I was going to shul? For the older people, my wife was worried, is my wife going to shul? I had, there was a cheshman. Well, I went to shul, I went to the same place every single morning. That's why I went to shul. I had to go to yeshiva, I went to yeshiva. I went to the same minion. Every, that's what I did. That's what my father did. Ask yourself, honestly, Ayaka, where are you? Who are you? Where are you? For the boys, for the men. The terror says, we, don't have, you know, we have to make it better and easier for the men. It means we ha- you have to have a better youth department. You understand? We have to have more activities in the shul. We have to have more kedushin in the shul. We have to make barbecues in the winter, indoors. <laughs> because we want to make sure the men come. Because you can't get a guy to come if there's no food. Because they're schmecked a kiddish. He smells a kugel and he'll come to the shul. And so I have adult men telling me, well, you know, we need to have more, like... Uh, food, and what's the problem? We don't have what to drink over here. They, they're never coming to shul. They don't have a, a bottle of schnapps in shul. No? Ask the women if they have these problems. They, they, they come to shul to get, to get something to eat or to drink. And that's why someone's telling me you should make more kedushim and have to come to this. I'm, going, I'm not going to all the 100 kedushim for kedushim, because the boys won't come to shul unless you put some food on the table like a cat and a little tray. <laughs> and if you, put a little, if you put a little tray in the door of the shul, then the boy comes to shul. <laughs> <laughs> and while he's there, we'll say, he'll come half hour later because the kid is not until much later. And you put down a tray, and then he comes to shul, he smells. He wakes up in the morning, Shabbos morning, it's 9 o'clock, 9.15. Right, the, the, the wife woke up three times during the night to take care of kids. It's 9 o'clock, 9.15, he's so tired, he has to go to shul. So he goes to, he, he, had, a hard, he had a hard Shabbos, hard little Shabbos. So now he's going to go to shul. So the wife's wondering, it's already 9 o'clock, doesn't the evening start at 8.30, quarter of 9? It's 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Oh, oh, he jumps up like, like, he, like, like he, he's in a hurry. Kilo, he's in a hurry. And then he shows up someplace a quarter to ten. <clears throat> and he has to, when he walks out to the street, he goes like this. <laughs> I'm wondering how do people decide where they're going to daven in Shabbos. Now I know how they figure out where they're going to daven. They smell. Guys have an unbelievable ability to smell. Goes out to the street. And then he starts to walk towards that steeple. He starts to walk towards that shul. There's an offer of... This is going to be something. This offer of who's the chassam? Never heard of him. But <laughs> this is going to be something. A shmek. He smells already an, an offer of. He smells a kiddush. And if there's no kiddush, then we have to make a special kiddush for the boys. Because after all, life is so hard. And how are they going to live? Because otherwise, they can't make friends. And shul's about making friends, right? Shul's about making friends. Who are your friends? Nachon? You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking to the wrong. I'm, I'm preaching to the converted. Who you, you have to go to shul to make friends. Because shul is supposed to be a friendly place. And everybody's supposed to be your friend in shul. And if this place wasn't friendly, then I'm going to leave shul. And I'll find someplace else that's friendlier, but then I have to make a cheshmer because the unfriendly place had better kugel. The friendlier place, the kugel is not so good. So I have a serious dilemma in my life. I have to work this out. I have to get das taira to figure out what to do with my life. Because the friendly shul doesn't have good kugel. But the unfriendly shul... The only friends have better kugel, but I don't like unfriendly because I go to shul because I want to have friends. If I don't have friends, I only dive in people who are my age, you understand. I don't want to see any old people. Arois. Arois. Juden. Arois. Old Jews over 50, 60, out. Because that's not cool. I want to be my guys. The guys. Huh? The old people dive in slow. Right. The guys, the guys are with it. We're cool. The same chaver. Cool. This is cool. The cute wives come with their cute strollers with their cute babies. We don't want to see. We don't want to see any old guys over here. 
So the guys daven, they have to daven with their chevra, young married this, young married that, young, young married, older young married, young married, old, young this, old combinations of married. How do you fix it? You fix it. Rabbi says in the first Torah, how do you fix it? Give a whack over the head. You're not allowed to do that. Because nowadays, if you say a word of Musa, then he, then he has to go down to the place where they don't give him any Musa. <laughs> then you have that. Or if you're really, really lucky and you live in the right neighborhood, you can go to a shul where there's no rabbi at all. That's Mamash Mechai. Or if that doesn't work, then find a rabbi like some old Hungarian rabbi, you know? He stands in the front of the hole and, and he's a tzaddik and he dabbles. He talks like his girl all, all day while everybody around him is talking. Because the Rebbe is a good guy, he lets you talk. Because he's so busy with the Buddha, too. And everybody behind him is everybody behind him is talking. Nobody's davening, but as long as he's Buddha, too. So it's okay. That's a summary. I'm the matzav as a. However, this matzav. Yeah, it's it. What's said is that this is going to be the most popular tape that's going to come. That's going to go out. That's what's said. You know that it's going to be. Yeah, that's because that's going to Because everyone was bashing the. That's that's what's going to be. The Bereshit knows that I love Jews to the tamsis on nefesh of my life, and it hurts me to see the Jews. That when I say this about the boys, I don't think I'm I'm one of the guys too, and it hurts me with tamsis adam shali that the boys are, are not coming to bat, and that the girls are, are alone, and the girls don't have husbands to be married to. The times is unnefish, and it's not coming. I'm making jokes. It's not because I Hashem, don't love Jews. It's because it hurts me to see such a thing. It hurts all of us to see such a thing. That who are we? The Baruch Hashem gave us such neshamas. We have such kaiches, such kishrainas. We shluft and we shluft and we shluft and we spiel the games and shluft and then shluft and then spiel games. And to grow up and to take account for your life and to be a mensch, to be a mensch that goes to work and that goes to daven. And it sticks to you. You have a say that you have a chavrusi. You stick to it. You go to work. You show up on time. You come to shul on time. You do what you have to, like a mensch, like one of the Bereshit soldiers. To be a soldier of the Bereshit To be a soldier. That's what Bereshit made us. That we have kechayolos based David. Soldiers of David Melech. That's who we're supposed to be. Not a bunch of babies. Kechayolos based David. You can show any resume you want and try to fool some girl, but the Bunchal knows what that resume means. He knows he, he knows how to read in between the lines of that resume, what it means on your resume. Whether you're a chayal or you're not a chayal. You could play games with everybody, but not the Kaddish Baruch. But this is what's hurting. Of Cook says, when we come back to Erez Chamdasa, we're going to come back come back all of us to Yisrael. And everything is going to return to the right Seder, to the way that it's supposed to be. No more commuting, not just commuting back and forth to Yisrael, but commuting back and forth to this shul, to that shul, commuting in our Vedas Hashem, commuting as husbands, commuting as children, but being everything in its, in its state of Kviyas. And the great, the great Rechush, the great, the great Property that belongs to Am Yisrael, the Ruch Nistik Ruchush, Shen Nitzbar B'Chol Meshech Yimayagol, that's been accumulating all over the years of Golis for so many years. Yehovcha Aroch of Yeshuva Gam Heim LeGolis is a Ikarius Shabehem B'Tzidam Eloki. Then it's an amazing thing that Rav Kook is saying that all the hard work that we did through Golis and we didn't feel that God was like kissing us and we didn't feel that God was giving us that or 
at the end, he said, what's going to happen is that if we move to Israel and we recover ourselves, Rav Kook says that we're going to begin to see an outpouring of all of that accumulated ruchnis, all that accumulated aura that was waiting for us to return home, to come back to our place. All of the lebedekait, the lebedekait, the dahibenkait, alive, coming from the highest place, where it's going to be that combination of Eretz and Chutzlars, all of the best of Chutzlars, hard work, effort, ishtadlus, all of the best of Chutzlars, and all of the best of Eretz which means the aura, the aura, the light, all of the best is going to come together. That's what we're waiting for. We're not just to wait; we have to work. To try hard, but that's what's going to come together. The best of Eretz Yisrael <coughs> and the best of Chutzlars. And it's all going to happen in Eretz Yisrael. And Rav Kook saw this depending upon our making the effort, our making the effort to come back, to return home, and to establish ourselves, and to, and to strengthen ourselves as a, as a healthy, functioning people in our land. Vest filusam betzidam ha'anoshi. Shal amal ha'adam upri his bananuso, ha'sikhlis v'hargeishis l'chal plugosera. And at that time, at that time, the the tzad ha'noshi, the human side, will become once again secondary to the godly side. The gashmis will become secondary to the ruchnis, and the and and our efforts will still be there, only to go to higher and higher and higher madrigas of Avodas Hashem. But everything is going to be everything is going to be filled with the or of that shefa of ruchnis of elokus that's going to descend from above to below until finally Hashem's going to pour the vuah on each and every one of us, not the entire Jewish people, that will be that after all of the years of working hard and making ourselves ready, there will be kalim that will be able to receive the light of Hashem that will come to us with the with the light of Mashiach Zekinu, the blessing of Amitus. Maybe Amen. Amen. Amen.